It was November in the treasure state, the sky so blue it made the russet of the dead grass glow like bronze, and the few remaining leaves on the trees shimmer pure gold. The scent of dark, fragrant earth rose up and filled the valley, mixing with the pungent smell of horses, saddle soap, and leather. Cal Landon cinched the girth another two notches as the quiet bay mare turned her head to give him a disgruntled look. Morvan was smart and easygoing, but lately she was getting fat and lazy. When the heated indoor arena was built, the mare was going to be invaluable in helping kids and adults learn to ride. But in the meantime, Cal figured he'd better give her some exercise. He'd saddled a roan gelding for Ryan and was waiting for the cowboy to head out after breakfast. Cal pulled a hoofpick out of his back pocket and checked the horse's feet, clearing away clumps of dried dirt. He and Ryan were checking fences down near the reservoir today. Cattle kept escaping onto the road, and he didn't want them causing any accidents. There had to be a break in the wire somewhere. He and Ryan could have driven around, but the horses needed exercise, and they both liked doing things the old-fashioned way. The Triple H Ranch was owned by the Sullivans, Nat and his wife Eliza, and Nat's sister and brother, twins Sarah and Ryan. Cal had been close friends with Nat at school and had worked at the ranch since he'd gotten out of prison. Most of the time, he managed to forget about that dark period in his life, and the Sullivans made it easy. They never judged him, never held it against him. He'd probably have screwed up years ago without their unflinching support. Off the ranch, some people went out of their way to remind him he was nothing but a murderer. A breeze snaked down off the Flathead Range, a hint of frost in its teeth. Fall was a quiet time on the ranch. They had a couple hundred head of cattle that needed shelter from the cold and a constant supply of food and water, but it wasn't a particularly onerous time of year. He and Ryan could pretty much handle it themselves with the occasional help from Ezra when the older man's arthritis wasn't playing up. Nat and Eliza were busy overseeing the construction of the arena and establishing the stud side of the business. Things were looking up for the Sullivans. Cal grabbed the saddlebags, which contained an axe, a spade, a couple of hammers, nails, and some coils of fence wire, enough to patch up any gaps they found until the scope of a proper repair job could be assessed. He pulled on his gloves and swung his leg carefully over the back of his horse. She danced for a minute, adjusting to his weight, then settled and rubbed her nose against the wooden corral. Sarah Sullivan came out of the house carrying her doctor's bag in one hand and a pink Hello Kitty lunch kit in the other. His mouth went dry, the way it did every time he caught sight of her. She waved and sent him a happy grin. He felt the return smile on his face even as his heart raced. Ryan came out behind her, carrying his daughter Tabitha. The cowboy strapped his little girl in her car seat gave her a loud smacking kiss that made her giggle, and then headed over to Cal at a jog. Cal watched Sarah drive away. You should make a move there, Ryan said as he swung aboard his horse. Cal narrowed his eyes. That's your sister you're talking about. Ryan snorted. Yeah, but I'm not the one who wants to jump her. Cal ignored him and urged Morvan into a trot past the ranch house, but Ryan wasn't done. Something the twins had in common was the inability to hold back anything they might be thinking or feeling. Most of the time it meant Cal didn't have to say more than two words all day, which suited him fine. But when that focus was directed at him, look out. No one lives forever, brother.
The wind whispered through the nearby aspens, rattling branches and making a shiver crawl over Cal's skin, despite his flannel shirt and sheepskin jacket. Don't assume she'll still be around tomorrow. Jesus, that thought was depressing. But Ryan had lost his childhood sweetheart to cancer, so no one knew better that life was short and sweet could be snatched away in a heartbeat. But Sarah Sullivan was too good for the likes of him. She was a doctor. He was an ex-con. Don't know what you're talking about. He dug his heels into the horse's ribs. She shot forward. Cal would be lying if he said he didn't get satisfaction from beating Ryan to the reservoir. But the guy still wasn't done. I know how you feel about her, you know. I see it every time you look at her. Cal winced, then shrugged. Hard to lie to a man he'd worked with daily for the last decade. She feels the same way. She tell you that? Cal shot Ryan a look. I just know. Cal snorted. You're an idiot. Right back at you, brother.